said, you motherfuckers is crazy. I said, I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. And now for our feature presentation. You hustle, hustle for me. I hustle harder, harder. I got what you need. Them trees that hard, that powder. My niggas need G-packs. If I were on the hour. And shoot when I say shoot. So I'm in a position of power. You fuck around if you wanna. Where I'm from, you gonna blend in or get touched. I don't need niggas for support. I don't want you to touch. Hi, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Life As I See It, the podcast. I'm your host, Jerge, a.k.a. Life As I See It. Episode 48. Um, Got Gert in the building, C in the building, Rico Key in the building. Um, yeah, um, you know, another week. Um, fresh off uh, Labor Day weekend. I mean, Labor Day weekend in 2019 was way different than Labor Day weekend in 2020. Like, <laughs> shit. Shit ain't exactly hit exactly the same, like, you know what I mean, but, um... It depends you know, on who you are. That is very true. So, yeah. <laughs> you are right with that. Because some niggas is outside, outside, outside. At the club, at parties. Yeah, niggas in the city. <laughs> so, fresh off of that, um, we just recently had the new episode of Power based off the spinoff. This spinoff is is the gold spinoff. So they call it Power Book Two. Um, of course, you got um, the new characters. You got Mary in it. You got Meth in it. Um, and I don't know. See, did you did you see it? Yes, I seen it. Uh, what did you think about it? I hate Tyreek face. Um, <laughs> I really don't like looking at his face. I hate Word. Tasha. I hate her face. I really don't like looking at them. So I was just depressed the whole time. Like, dag, like, Ghost is really gone. And I got to watch these <laughs> niggas the whole entire time. But um, I thought that it was all right. I didn't think it was a bad episode, a bad start. I like uh, I like Mary. I think I'm going to like who her character is. Meth kind of was like, it was kind of cheesy. Yeah. Meth came off a little cheesy. I wish they make his character like Meth. Regular, yeah. I don't regular. know. Yeah, because he's acting in other things, and he wasn't like this. I can agree because, you know, Meth, um, for anybody who didn't see it, spoiler alert, but uh, this ain't really that much of a spoiler. I think this is out. But Meth is a lawyer. So, um, yeah, I kind of felt the same way. Like, when he was talking, he had his like his white people voice on. Man, he was straight Oreo, man. Fuck <laughs> all that. I ain't like it. But I know he ain't practiced that in the mirror, bro. <laughs> like, no way. He's like, uh, you got me. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, that was the, the make fun of a lawyer like voice. <laughs> it was special. <laughs> no, it was disgusting. Like, that was nasty. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I wasn't crazy about that, but I did kind of feel like towards the end, though. I don't know. I I don't know. Maybe I was just into it, but like, if I feel like it, like it kind of like I didn't hear it as much. Like it wasn't that strong. Like that that little. Yes, it was. What have you gotten me into? Like I was just like, yeah, what? Yeah, right, yeah. What is your mom been doing? Hey, kid, you owe me four fifty. That shit was like wet. yo. I was and like, you know bruh. Tasha pissed me off because if she wouldn't have never tried to fix it in the beginning, like she would have had 
like they could have blamed Dre or whatever. They could have blamed other people if she wouldn't have tried to put her little spin on it. Like she did when she tried to get old boy locked up. That was wrong. She was dirty for that. But yeah. I mean, I think it's gonna be good. So far, so good. So far, so good. I um do I agree. Feel like, do y'all feel like from what y'all seen, y'all will be able to tell the outcome of it moving forward? Like the writing? Uh I don't know with Bobby Brown because he sound like a little wild ass nigga from the yeah. rip. Like, yeah, Bobby Brown. I don't know from, what he uh, gonna do. Edition. He was uh because you didn't see it, right, Gert? No. So, so Bobby Brown, the, the, the grown-up Bobby Brown from New Edition Story. Woody is, is his name or something. I'm not calling him Woody. <laughs> I think it's like, well, you're oh, not I'm calling saying. him Woody, but his name is Woody or Willie something. Woodrow? Nigga named Woodrow? His That's name his is name? not Woodrow. No, I don't know his real name. It's like Woody the Great on uh Oh, man. Man, his name Bobby. Yeah, <laughs> we call him Bobby. All right, for for content sake, Bobby Brown. So yeah, he, he played it. So I yeah, I like his character too. But do we think we can do it? Um, I mean, we can figure it out. Um, nah, I, this was a prefer. This is some fresh air to power because that shit. I think we lame. can figure it out. It's for it's a lot of foreshadowing in there because you got the white guy's family. Spoiler alert! Telling- spoiler alert! Go ahead. I mean, whatever, whatever. The white guy, right? <laughs> the sex, Cooper sex, right? Mm-hmm. He's the new district attorney. And his family, his 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 uh, brother is just like, don't screw this up for the family because if you mess this up, um, you're going to destroy the family name. Dad is already proud. So they had the, uh, the Tasha's case was state, but they made it federal because they want to charge her as a queen pen. So but that was different. Con- Huh? Like I didn't see that happening like that. Oh, I see no, that happening no, but like that. I'm about what, to tell you. That's like, what I'm asking. No, but I'm about to tell you. Like that's how you can. They did the foreshadowing to where as though his brother is telling him, "Don't mess this up because you can mess this up and mess up the family name, and you know that that's what's going to happen. That the case is not strong enough to charge her as a queen pen, mm-hmm. so he's going to lose his job." Mm-hmm. And he's going to mess up the family's name. Mm-hmm. Is the other nigga still fired? Which one? That's sex. That's what we talking about. He got no. Food. He's a district attorney. Cause the Chinese looking dude, it. like yeah, the Chinese dude or not Chinese, but the Asian dude, whatever. He, no, no, no. Not no, him. listen. No, I know, but I'm saying he got sex this new position. Sax is the white dude that was fucking with he's not fired no more. But but y'all, y'all heard about Sax, so you know Sax is really a, a she, though. Nah, man. A what? You y'all missed that conversation? What did a, you say? Si- when they was calling Sax, Sax is a cisgender. No, bro. That was no, a joke. No, he's not. That was a joke, yeah. bro. That no, was wasn't a joke. That ain't no it's, joke, bro. Nah, it was. She, was. she was being sarcastic. She was acting like the other sister. Well, right. I hope y'all know what a cisgender is. <laughs> I'm too it's too complicated for me. I'm not even going there. Sex, right. sex, anyway, don't got sex. I don't even want to talk about that. Yeah, but we're not anyway. doing that. <laughs> wow, y'all scared but, of acting pussy? No, it just don't make sense. Like it don't. <laughs> I ain't wrong, I'm right, man. They gotta watch that shit twice. <laughs> fuck y'all niggas talking about it. Really? Niggas know, T. Fuck that. Sure, fuck that yeah. nigga. <laughs> nigga seen that shit twice. Live up experience, man. <laughs> What they talking about, maybe? Nah, fuck that. But no, I, <laughs> I get what you're saying on like, all right, because we're intelligent watchers, so we can see some shit like, all right, I see where this is going. 
Like, I could see this, I could see that. So I get your question, Gert, and I'm saying that, yeah, maybe I could, I could see some things happening, but from what did happen, because first of all, what I was expecting was, well, actually, let me say this. I forgot which spinoff this was, because he's doing a thousand of them. So I forgot which spinoff this was. I forgot that this was actually Ghost Story, because the what I, I know they talked about Raising Canaan, and that's the one that I'm really excited for, because that's supposed to be like set in like late 80s, early 90s, or whatever, like that time period of when they was growing up. So I thought that that was going to be this one. So, but this, if you watch it, it's literally a continuation from the last episode season finale. And it's going into this. It just goes a different direction to introduce new characters. Like Tasha's still in jail, Tariq's still in college. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I felt like once I started watching that, and then I started seeing the introduction of how they was, you know, introducing other sides of it. I can see, like, I can see Tariq fucking with the girl from the party, him liking her. You know, the, no, he fucking the, with a couple girls. No, he is, but I'm talking specifically about the one at the party. You know what I mean? When did oh, this wow. nigga start liking girls, though? What you mean? Word. And nah, he was, he was on, fucking, and he he was was on CP time. last season. Remember with the, the chess player bitch who set him up? Yeah, but now he like a bunch <clears> of girls. Well, it's different. It's not that he yeah, likes he, a bunch he of girls. He don't like him. They like him. Right. It's that he's coming into contact with these different females, and you could just see the vibe. All right. But uh, uh, overall, he get. He's not getting no cheeks. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not sold on it yet. That's fine. That's fine. But I, I liked what I saw so far, so I'm going to watch episode two. I'll put it to you like that. I'll put it to you like that. Um, but um, so switching gears a little bit, kind of like, you know, because, you know, talking about <laughs> liking girls and the whole relationship thing, you know, one of, one of our biggest... Um, cultural stars in Dr. Dre as far as the fact that he's a billionaire and he's just like Dr. Dre, he's a doc. Um, we know, I don't know, a month or so ago, he got divorced from his wife um, after, I don't know, 20 something years. Um, and they've been slowly but surely rolling out different details as to, you know, what's happening with their divorce. And just recently, I think it was TMZ, they, uh, they broke it down and they talked about exactly what the wife or the ex-wife is going to get, how much money per month for, you know. That's a lot of money, bro. That's what she's going to get or that's what she wants? Uh, see, that's, no, that's, 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 that's what she wants. <laughs> yeah, that's what she's asking for. Okay. So I'm going to just give it to UC first because I know you can kind of break it down a little bit better. So first, the question, though, is um, <clears throat> we know, you know, the rules are different depending on your state. So we know California is one of the most notorious states for, um, you know, like how the divorce settlements go and, and, and how, you know, the wife or the, the female typically gets better into the stick. Um, so I guess the question is, how do you feel about, um, as best as you can, we don't know them, but about the overall divorce, do you think that um, she should get you know, what she's asking for, so on and so forth. Like, what, what are your thoughts about it? My thoughts never change, yo. It's always, um, like, yeah, she's entitled to it because she's been married to him this long. Like, legally, she's entitled to it because that's the money that he made while he was with her. Like, that's the money that they made together, quote, unquote, you might want to say. Um, you're saying no, but it is under the guidelines of the law. It's got to be because he made that with her because she was his wife. 
you when you are somebody's wife or you're somebody's spouse, you're somebody's partner, whatever they accumulate while you together, whatever y'all accumulate while y'all together, that's theirs too. That's those are assets that you guys made when you were one. It's a contract, it's legally binding. And she was with him for 20 years. So anytime you with somebody for like a long amount of time, even if you did, I think, have a prenup, they would still be entitled to get some of that money. Like a I little know bit. Seven mil a month. <laughs> I I don't agree with her asking for two million dollars. I think that's a little bit uh crazy to ask for. And she's asking like the, the breakdown of the list is hilarious to me because she said almost a million dollars for entertainment, nine hundred thousand dollars for entertainment. Then she asked him for $125,000 for a charity. So Charitable he's giving her money. <laughs> he's giving, how you going to take somebody else's money to get charity away? I thought that was ill. Then she got $10,000 worth of laundry and cleaning and all that stuff. And I'm just like, but your, you said your wardrobe was like $35,000 a month. So either you washing your clothes or you're not. Which one? I don't know. I guess she just like, I don't care. I guess she just don't care. Like, she just going to ask. She just going to throw it out there. You know, you kind of just throw it out there and you see what sticks. Let me but ask you a question, see. Sorry to cut you off. But no, go ahead. I, I don't know if you said this jokingly or if you was kind of serious or whatever, but you called her the GOAT, right? For just the whole breakdown and, and, and yeah. all that. Like, do you feel like she's the GOAT just because, like, she might get some of what she asked for and fuck it, why not? Or do you feel like she is legitimately justified and she probably will get it. So that that's what makes her the GOAT. I think she's funny. The GOAT is Jeff Bezos' wife. Jeff Bezos' wife is the GOAT. But, the she, didn't ask, goat. but she didn't have to ask for anything in particular. She just ends she up didn't being the ask. Yeah, but she didn't ask for anything. But my thing is this, even if she, she didn't ask, we don't know what she asked for because that wasn't really like disclosed. All we know is that she got half. And then he came back and like doubled up and tripled up. And it was like, now I'm a Billy strong and I gave you your little change. That's fine. I'm still winning. Cause this pandemic was like the best thing that could happen to him. My thing, my thing is, I just feel that as women and I mean, and this on the women's side too, Mary J. Blige had to do it. Um, Halle Berry had to do it. A couple the of husband won though. The husband won that. A husband won what? It wasn't the husband the one who actually was like, oh, well, like, you know how women typically like get the better end of the stick or get half? I think it was the husband who was asking for half. That's what like I'm that, saying. Women do, women do that. That's what I'm saying. This happened on women too, where they have to pay out too. That's why I said Holly oh, Berry and Mary okay. J. Blige. Okay. This is where you date a partner that is more successful or has more money than you. And the women have to pay that person. Britney Spears has to pay her person that she has a baby by. So it happens on both ends of the spectrum. You get what you get. And I mean, it, it's kind of what happens when you don't date anybody that is in your tax bracket. That's why a lot of celebrities sometimes date other celebrities because they're in their tax bracket. Can I ask a question? Because this, this leads into a perfect thing. So, <clears throat> um, I understand the rules. Right. I understand how it works. I understand that if you are married and anything that happens after you guys are married, it's joint, it's assets and all of that. Like, I understand that. Right. 
So because it's the rule, that's just the way that it goes. But do you, in your like individual opinion, think that that is the way that it should go? Because all of the time, it's not really even. A lot of times it's not even. And although we may be joined together because, you know, when you're married, you're considered to be one. So I get it. But like, it'd be kind of crazy sometimes, yo. Like, and on both sides, you know what I'm saying? Like the Britney Spears, I think the, the nigga in that instance, he's the GOAT because he, he got paid. He got super paid. You know what I'm saying? So, but it's- Halle Berry's husband got more, I think, than him. Really? Okay. But you know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, well, I mean, what do you think? And then I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Gert chime in. Like, do you think that that's really right? Like it should be like that, or do you think it should be a different type of breakdown? Before C, before you even answer that question, Gert, how do you feel? Because I wanna get the I wanna get the I wanna switch it up. I wanna get the male perspective first, and then I wanna get the female perspective. So and explain, because I'm kinda already know how you feel, but for the people who got no clue about you, whatever, whatever, like. Break it down. How do you feel that whole thing works? In particular to the question. I think it should be looked at. That what should happen is it should be a panel of three people. And you get three votes to discuss what happened. Like a, a jury of your peers. Um, I don't think it's looked at logically. I think it looks at, it's looked at on who i don't know i don't know what the numbers the sure. numbers strictly the numbers yeah um there's some people who do deserve to get something and there's some people who get more than they deserve to get so i think a fair way to do it is just have a jury panel three people listen to it and then they got to vote on the shit each fucking item so she got all of them lists uh, shit she want they should itemize it and then have three pairs vote on each shit you know what i'm saying okay um, but how they got it just is bullshit and it doesn't add no incentive on getting married at all it's a deterrent for many people it's definitely a deterrent for many people because at that point the people who think with that logical you know mindset are they're, they're excluding love out of it. They're looking at it because they're understanding legally what it means, quote unquote, contractually what it means. Well, that's the and only what, thing you the should be looking at. No, I disagree. I disagree. That's not the only thing you should be looking at. I think it is. No, I disagree because... That's, that's the only way it can affect you. What do you mean? That's how it affects you. It affects you legally, business-wise. So okay. why would that not be the main thing you take into consideration? Well, you said only. So let's be clear about what we're talking about. You said you yes. think that's the only thing that it should be about, and I disagree with that. You can't ignore right. you can't ignore the love part of it. Like that's why? not just falling ignoring, no. Yes. Because because if, if that's the case, then it's truly no point. Like if you, my thing is this, right? Here's, here's my thing, right? And this is a, this is opinion based um, and it's perspective, you know? It's really no right or wrong because how you feel and how you feel, you know, how you think is just what it is. But 
we can have the conversation and maybe not right now because this is a very in-depth conversation we can have the uh, conversation about monogamy and you know polygamy in terms of being with one person versus being with multiple people right but if we're speaking about having a partner and having somebody that like because my my personal belief personally i believe that people in general are meant to interact. I don't think that it's billions of people on planet Earth for everybody to just be doing their own thing and be by themselves. So I do believe that we're meant to not only interact with people, but having a partner generally of the opposite sex to finish out the journey. Now, I'm not gonna get into all of the specifics about, you know what I mean, how I feel because it's 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 deep. Right. But that that general thing is i believe that people are meant to interact with each other and i believe that people yeah, are meant to completely share the life with someone else that being said okay. if we're so, taking that if we're taking that aspect and we're saying that because if let's, let's just say what i'm saying is correct right i'm not saying that it is but let's just say what i'm saying is correct if you're supposed to have a partner in this then how do we neglect how do we neglect how we feel about this person and only strictly focus on the numbers and mathematically how it works see it's not going to work like that when you focus on the numbers think about think about I, i'm lost i don't know what you're talking about all right if we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about marriage eliminating the love aspect and only focusing on the business not, and the numbers that's not what i was saying that's what you said you no. said the only thing you should focus on is the numbers Yes, and I'm speaking towards when you sign a contract, right, which marriage is a, a contract. If you're signing a marriage contract for love, then you're going about it wrong. Because if you love somebody, you don't need a contract for that. But the only way you're going to be affected by this contract if this doesn't work. So if you're a person who is logically thinking, when you sign that contract, you have to put love to the side and worry about business because I you're disagree. signing. Well, I disagree. You're signing a business contract. That's like saying, that's like saying if you go, what other contract would you sign where you don't put business first? I understand. I, I understand what you're saying. I do understand what you're saying, but I'm saying that I'm saying that what makes, what specifically makes marriage different is supposed to be, the love, the love aspect of it or the emotional aspect of it. Then now, I'm not saying, I'm not, no, I don't think that you should have to sign the contract. You understand? I don't think that you should have to do that. But I understand that being married means that that's part of the process. I don't agree with that part of the process. You understand? But are you saying what I'm saying? No. like the way it sounds? No, I'm not saying what you're saying because you don't believe in the idea of marriage, period. No, no, I'm. So you believe in marriage? Yes or no? I believe what are we talking? Because we're not about to do this long, drawn no, no, out no. shit. I believe in people should do what the fuck they want to do. No, that's but not what you, I'm asking you. Answer the question that I'm asking you. Do you believe in the idea of marriage? Yes or no? Everything that it entails, because you already understand. So do you believe in that or not? It's not a yes or no question. It has to be, because it's, because it's, it's personal. Yes no it's personal. Do believe you believe in it? Yeah, I, I believe it. It's it's no, it's not. Bro, it's not nah, yet, nah. We're trying to turn this into a forty-minute soliloquy. No, I'm not. You asked me a question. That's right. not a yes or no question. It's, All right, go ahead. Yes it no. kind of is. 
No, I believe in, I understand what a contract is, right? So that's not what, that's he not what I'm asking you, bro. You trying to, you like, question. don't give me some. It's like you asking me, do I believe in Jesus? Like, I. I no, it's, it's the not. Same it's thing. two different things. So sure, when and, you say believing, so, so you, I don't understand what you mean by, yes, people get married every day. I'm not saying, we know that. That's a fact. We know that. Your parents so, are married. What like, what the fuck? Do I believe in? That's what I'm saying. Do you believe? Come, come on, you smart, bro. What are we talking about, yo? <laughs> it's you fuck? Fuck? You're trying to paint me into a corner with a question. No, I'm and not trying to paint you into a corner. You don't want to. You don't want to accept how it sounds. You talking about it sound better? No, you don't accept but you're it. asking me. I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed to marriage. I'm opposed to. I'm opposed to the unrealistic expectations of it. If, if if so, when you say, "Do you believe in it?" I can't say yes or no. It has to be. If I'm gonna sign a contract, I'm not gonna sign a contract that's setting myself up for failure. So when we talk, but about, that's why you protect yourself and you put certain stipulations within that contract, and now, you but that's not you the, do research and you get married in a state to where as though you don't have to do like community property or like equal property so or whatever it's called. What? You just said All bad shit. Said. But it's the but same it thing is. with any contract. You, you gotta, you have to, you get what you, you negotiate. Yeah. And you, you, yeah. you research, so now you protect is, yourself. So now, you are, a, a, you have assets and liabilities in any contract. So what I'm telling you is that right, in marriage, right. huh? All right. You just said you get what you negotiate, right? In any contract, you get what you negotiate. So with that's uh, what George said. That's what I said. I'm not getting what I'm negotiating. I said you put stipulations in okay. there. I told with people love. to marry, and, and, and I said that wrong because I'm agreeing with C. I said that wrong. You do get what you negotiate, but that's a different. That's different. But I'm. I that's am agreeing with C. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Saying with I'm love. saying let's see finish in and the then you beginning. Go. In the beginning, I would say in the beginning you put st certain stipulations within that contract that makes that contract sustain the test of time. You are the breadwinner. You as being, my thing is this, if you are the breadwinner and you can say, I don't wanna get married in the state of California, I wanna get married in North Dakota. Because in North Dakota, they say that what's mine is mine and I don't care how long you marry me, this is just still gonna be mine. And you're going to sign this contract that says that even after 30 or 40 years, I'm only going to give you $2.5 million to walk out with. And that's it. Whether we have kids or not, that's all I'm giving. I would argue. That is what, huh? I would argue you took love out the equation once you start doing it. It's not taking no. love out the equation because when you love someone, if you if you truly love someone, you don't ever have to worry about it being over. But when you are in a in, in a relationship and you want it to be like, okay, you want to protect yourself and you want to protect what you bring to the table. Self-love is is first because you love yourself first and you love what you acquired first. If I acquired a certain amount of assets first, I'm going to love myself enough to protect myself. Okay. It's not taking love out of the equation. Actually, it's just knowing. No, it's just knowing that at the end of the day, this could go really bad. That other person that you lay with at night sometimes could be very vindictive when it's all said and done, and they could do some spiteful stuff to you. So let me protect so myself in case. Yourself. In case. Yeah. I don't want to even have to. I don't want it to come to that. But in exactly. case it does, let me go. Hold on. Let me go to North Dakota because in North Dakota, <laughs> we can fucking split clean break, no hard feelings, sorry it didn't work out, 
And, and we good. don't know the rules of North Dakota. I know, I know. I'm going, I'm going with the, I'm going with the example that you did. Let me ask y'all both this, this question. Yeah. Right? Would y'all, what kind of con? All right. The idea, the stipulations of a marriage contract of you protecting yourself, right? Would you put, would you have that same protection for your parents? Would you make that same kind of contract for your parents? Give me more. Give me more. How you feel like you have to protect yourself going into a marriage, right? Would you have would you have that same type of protection in a contract with your parents? Let's what just kind of contract are we talking about? That's a completely about, different. That's a different type of love. My parents is unconditional that's, love. Okay. This is conditional. Right, and that's this the, is conditional. That's the answer I'm looking for. That's not unconditional love. We, I did not come from your you. You did not take care of me for 18, 25, whatever years. You taking care of me until I, and my parents, not saying that they're physically, like they're financially or whatever, taking care of me. But I know that if anything happens, I could go out there and murder somebody. And my mom and my dad is still going to be waiting right there with me, going to put money on my books, doing whatever. That nigga is going to leave me maybe, and go live maybe, on with his maybe. life. That's No, he is. I mean, it's okay, unconditional maybe. love. I'm just He's saying, not nothing's absolute. That's all I'm saying. I ain't getting out. <laughs> so, <laughs> I ain't getting out. I'm just saying, He's going to, that's not unconditional love. Unconditional love is different. That's your parents. They, they, you came from them. I'm, abs I'm, I'm in agreement with you, right? So my argument then is, if you have to put all of these stipulations on a contract, why, why make a contract? Why not why make any contract, Gert? Because it's not, why make any contract? Why make any Agreed. contract? Like you have Agreed. to put stipulations to protect yourself, period. So you let's not act like because marriage is different, it's, it's that different to where you don't want to protect yourself. Like you're, you're it's not. like, it's not different, bro. If you at work, mm -hmm. right? If you at work, it's right? Two How about partners, this, right? I put two myself parties. in it. I'm in the union at my job, right? The union, I'm not, a, I'm not on the board, but the union votes for different things in the contract, right? So as they're voting for the different things in the contract, they're saying, we want this, we want this, we want this, we want this, we want this. And all, my only point of bringing that up is that is to protect themselves in case something happens. So it's a different type of contract, but it's still a contract. When you sign a, a music contract, and you say, yo, I want 50% of my publishing or whatever it is that you try to negotiate. You're doing that to protect yourself in case you don't sell, if you don't go double platinum. At least I can get 50% of my shit because whatever, whatever. So writing protections in a contract is not a foreign ideology. And it doesn't, we're not going to single marriage out and say that, why should you have to do it in marriage if we're focusing on the idea of a contract? A contract, no. go. See, this, this is, yeah. What I'm saying is, you just explained contracts, right? Yes. I'm yes. not arguing contracts. Okay. But now one of those contracts is out of love. That's out of business. Anytime you go to sign a contract, you leave love out of it and make it about business. And, that's what I, and I, I feel a marriage contract is the same thing. Well, what I will agree with is I, we shouldn't have to sign a contract for marriage. That that's is my position. We shouldn't, we shouldn't have to do it. Now you're saying what I'm saying. No, Gert. Listen That's to what, what I'm saying. saying. You're not, you're saying, not saying what you're saying. saying. All right, all right, let me change the question <laughs> for you. Let me change the question for you, and this is making it even more direct. You say you shouldn't have to. That's, only, that's the only shit I'm saying. Gert, listen, listen to me, please. 
I'm gonna re- was it? I'm gonna, was it really? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna reshape the question. So. <laughs> for for yourself, for yourself, <laughs> do you believe that and and this is not to like kind of like you know try to put you out there, but I'm still trying to speak general, right? Great, in your great in great. your mind, do you believe <laughs> that marriage is something that you could buy into? That's the best way I could phrase that. You know what I'm saying? Is that something that you think potentially, potentially, I'm not asking for absolute. I'm saying, is that something potentially that you could buy into? Just the idea and how it is, how it's laid out, not what it should be, what it ain't, what it is. Could you buy into that? Answer that question for me. And you could take your time because that's heavy, it's loaded. But I'm just yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's a loaded. Question. It's loaded. It's yeah. loaded. But how about this? I you think about it for a second, because I want you to answer this. This is important. Right. And see, going throwing it back to you, um, just reiterating on the Dr. Dre and his wife thing, and also taking it away from them and looking at how um, you know, in certain states it's more lenient. Um, do you think it should be like a one-size-fits-all, clean sweep across the board rule? Or do you think that different states should have the ability to say, well, in this state, you do such and such, and in that state, you do such and such? I know that's a hypothetical, but I'm, I'm asking for your hypothetical. Well, I mean, that's actually how it is. In certain states, you could do certain things or whatever, because I feel like, you know, that's government. Right. Each state is going to have their own set of rules. So um, do I feel like it should just be something clean cut across the board? Um, no. I feel like people should do their research and I feel like people should try to protect themselves. Like, I mean, granted, I didn't come into my relationship or my marriage or whatever with anything significant like that. But if we acquire things together, like if we like, all right, we're getting a house or whatever, we acquire that together. I can't say, oh, that's my house. I'm taking the house. You can't have the house or you can't have this. You can't have that. I don't feel like, I think that's where you have those contracts set in place to where as though it doesn't get a little greedy and, and you don't leave a person out there assed out. Um, some men aren't as classy as other men. Cause some men would just be like, just get whatever you want. I just don't want to be with you no more or whatever. Or some women are just take whatever you want. I could just recoup and just get whatever I want. Um, but I don't think that it should be clean cut across the board because everybody's circumstances are different. And you know what it was when you signed up. You knew she ain't have nothing when you signed up. You just seen a big button to smile. And you thought that it was going to be all cookies and cream forever. And she ended up playing you. So a lot of the times I don't feel bad for these people because you knew what it was, but um, 20 years and when you get into stuff like that, that's love. She 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 loved them. You got to say that because 20 years, that's a long time to deal with somebody that you just don't like. Hold on, girl. I mean, you got to love somebody. Hold on, hold on, hold on, girl. Hold on, hold on, hold on, girl. Hold on, girl. Because you're not getting away from the question that I asked. So let me go real quick. <laughs> I think 20 years, you had to have loved the person in order to be with them in that capacity. That's a long I'm time. I'm just saying. I, 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 yeah. For 40 years and don't not love the same thing. That's not the same. Who? Uh, he's saying what? if niggas that work a job. It's lifestyle. It's you. No, people work a job. No, because Dr. Dre's lifestyle changed. Dr. Dre's lifestyle was not the same as when she married him as to after he acquired that billion dollars. Dr. Dre's been up his... for over 20 years. Yeah. 
I'm not saying that. I'm saying that his lifestyle changed. If you're talking about lifestyle and you're talking about money, because back better. in the day, it got better. Yes, it, 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 it got better with the test. So how was that such a hard thing for her to be with him for 20 years if your lifestyle is continuing? Let me explain something to you. Oprah and Stedman. Oprah will never marry Stedman. And you know why? Because Oprah is smart. In that aspect, Oprah is protecting her her money, her legacy, and she is doing what she has to do for her. She will never marry him because she knows that if she leaves Stepman, Stepman's getting half. Well, you're proving so Gert's point at this at this at at this. I'm proving. Yeah, I'm, I didn't say that Gert was wrong. I never said he wasn't wrong. I said I agree to what he was saying. I agree in marriage and stuff, of, of course. But what I'm trying to say is that when you are of that when you are that caliber you usually are with someone who is or who has something to lose is that's that's all i'm saying is you should be with somebody who has something to lose and if you're not you being the person that has the most you're going to lose the most once it comes to an end and i'm saying in 20 years when she was with this person you could work for a job for 20 years that's you trying to put food on the table that's a whole different think of you being in a relationship with somebody I, but hold on Sid. that's completely different well, i have a i have a quick hold on before you go girl because i got a question responding to something you said just now right you said that um you don't believe it should be clean cut across the board because people should do their research so my question to you is do you think that it should be a complicated process because it sounds like it could be complicated here and not complicated there which isn't Fair or you know what I'm saying? So do you think it should be complicated or be even able to be? Co- That's what I meant by saying. Do you sh- do you think right. it should be clean well, cut across point, the board? Right. My only point. I don't think it's complicated. Hold up, see one second. My only point of what all of y'all was saying is that when you're talking about this complicated process, I'm saying you're removing love from the equation when you're talking about this process, and you're interjecting love when you feel like interjecting it. So I got a question for the both of y'all. Okay. Nobody has brought this up, right? And this is just y'all opinions, hypothetically speaking, whatever. She asked for two million a month. Do y'all think Dr. Dre got a problem with giving her two million a month? No. Because he's never said nothing about it. I don't think so. No, I don't think he, I don't think that's an issue. I, think, I don't think if it had to come down to it, he would give it to her. You said what? I said if it came down to it, he would give it to her. Like, all right, if she want that, whatever. Here you go. And I agree. So to answer your initial question, what you asked me, do I believe in the idea of it? Whatever. Yeah. Speaking for me personally, when I, if I, should I get married, I'm going to be okay with if I have to give up half at the end of it. If that makes sense. It does. The love that's attached to me signing that contract is okay with it going all the way bad to shit. So you totally dis you totally that's, dis that's yeah, you 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 fucking you went against your whole point in stance. No. Because because you said no. you take love out of it. Yo, he do this shit every week. This nigga's consistent, yo. No, you bugging. Go ahead, girl. I'm gonna be quiet. Hold up. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be quiet. Go ahead. Let me make sure I understand you. The only thing <laughs> I'm saying is, 
love and a contract are two completely different things. Okay. And I feel when you're signing a contract, you're doing business. And love is not in that shit. And I'm not just going to say because it's marriage, the two can go hand in hand. There's people in this world that I would never need a contract with. There's people in this world who I never need a contract with. That's love. That's my definition of love. Okay. So the fact is, if we have to sign a contract, love is removed from that in my definition. That's all I'm saying. When it comes time to doing business, we all have to do the best business for ourselves. I get it. Exactly. That's why I said it's self-motivated, but I get what you're saying. You're saying that regardless of whatever, whatever, whenever this has to, this relationship comes to it. And I love you enough that whatever you ask me for, you can have. It's just that, that is that what you're saying? I'm saying that's love. Yeah. That's my, okay. I get that. Love. Mm -hmm. But that's how some people, but that's what I'm saying. That's how we doing business. That's not love. I don't think so. I disagree though. though. I disagree though. I disagree that if we're finding the best contract that that's not love. Because maybe the fact that we're even trying to find the best contract is love because or else I would just sign the standard shit and a motherfucker can get whatever the the state says they get. All the people you love personally. You don't feel the need to have a contract with them. I understand that. But I, I, listen, and that goes back to my point. We don't, I don't feel like we should have to sign a contract. Anybody. No, you're talking about any other person in the world that you know, you don't have to sign a contract to be with them, especially if you love them. But only you have to sign a contract when you get married. And so why do you have to sign a contract when you get married? Because it's a contract, so love is not involved in the contract. I'm saying I don't know. I ain't had to sign the daughter contract. No, I did not have to sign the daughter contract. And you would I know. mean if there was one, you wouldn't feel the need to do it. To sign a daughter contract? Yes. Some of these people need to sign a daughter contract. <laughs> Some of these hoes ain't taking care of their children. Yeah, they ain't taking you. care of yeah, their children. Like we gotta make it personal. We're talking about you. We're talking about you. <laughs> so you're talking about me. I would not. No, I wouldn't it's, sign it's a daughter contract. Understood. It's all yeah, because that's what's in the, I don't know, whatever. I know, you over it. I know, I know, I know. We're moving on. Sorry. I don't get it, but I'm done. But I just feel like... That's my only point, is with this interview, She She funny for asking for $2 million. I just think that that's hilarious. I, I want to know what... I think that was her uh, throwing him a bone. I think... Lowballing, yeah. Like, nigga, I could be asking for 10 Yeah, oh, word. But that's until they come to an agreement, is what I, I heard. I think this is like her monthly expenses like now until they come to an agreement on how, on how much she is actually going to get for when they go away. I mean, when they go away, when they divorce, my bad. I'm you know, sorry. The tuition is the craziest shit. Where tuition? Me, tuition? Uh, college tuition? She was saying mm-hmm. she needs tuition. Like, oh, you need yeah. school well, to learn well, how I'm going to give you $2 million a month. No, yeah. Wishing for. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, time. I'm gonna go to school. But that wasn't Why for their not? kids. They got nothing else better to do. Even for the kids, they need to be taught how to live off my two million. What are you teaching them? They go I don't think they my have money. young kids though. Huh? Well, do they have young? I think their kids are grown. Aren't pro- they? they probably are. Either way, the tuition was the wildest shit in there for me because no, the charity was the wildest one for me. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was the that was the wildest one. 
130k on clothes a month is crazy too. But the tuition, I think, like you gotta produce. If I'm gonna pay for tuition, then I you need to produce some. This kid, <laughs> you, you gotta grow up to be some. <laughs> I can't. I think she's a lawyer or something. She oh, is a lawyer. His wife. So what oh. she need to wish him? Oh wait, he got one one kid that's nineteen. That's the one with Michelle. Oh yeah. Oh, that's the one that's with the. the nah, that's that's her. That's her. That's her. She has one kid that she's the mom to that oh, one. Okay. Then he got who is this? This is somebody else. This ain't nobody. Yeah. And then he got another. They got another one that's twenty three. Um, That's probably Mitchell A. Twenty three. Yeah. No, I think Andre Junior is Mitchell A. Oh, you're probably right. Yeah, you're probably right. And that is he was born in eighty eight. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they have let me see Marcel. Who's Marcel? Marcel is twenty nine. At the end of the day, look. At the end of the day, that shit don't even matter. What we saying is, I mean, I think we kind of all got to. A decent common ground. You shouldn't have to, or correct me if I'm wrong, but you shouldn't have to sign a contract for marriage. But the fact that you do, me and Sia saying, or all of us are saying, love is taking out the equation when you sign the contract. Protect yourself. Yeah. Yeah, protect yourself. But I'm worried about protecting myself from you. The love is out the window. You got to protect your heart, play your part. These girls are smart. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'll leave it up to the rest of the, the, the people to fucking decide out there on their own. But um, so switching gears again, right? So first of all, it's an election year. Every <laughs> four years in an election year, it's always some shit. Insert whatever. It's always some extra shit going on in that year. Do your Googles, do your history. We're not going through all of the shit that there was in all of the election years. We know, as everybody just living in the world today in 2020, this has been the wildest year of everybody's life. Like, nobody has had a crazier year than 2020. Whoever you are as being alive in terms of just everything that's happened, because it's a combination, it's like a combination of all of the things that have happened over like the last hundred years in <laughs> one year. I'm so weak right. because how you gonna say that? Like, what about slavery or something? I'm talking like about. That? I'm talking. Yeah, how many <laughs> slaves is alive? That's what I'm saying. Like, the fuck? <laughs> it was slaves in 1920, maybe. You know what the fuck? It's not funny. But <laughs> no, it's not it funny, of course. But I'm just saying. So I'm saying this is the craziest year of like everybody's life. Like collectively, it's just it's old day. But my point is, it, yeah, it's everything all in one year. But my point is, with this being so crazy and with this being an election year, you know, we got COVID and obviously COVID is the biggest thing of 2020. And, you know, when it first happened, everybody was shook. And as time went on, some people started to like get less scared or cautious or whatever the case may be. Now we're talking about coming up on the election in November and they're talking about they might potentially have a vaccine just days before the actual election. Um, <laughs> you know, 
this is a multi-layer question, but speaking as general as you can about COVID and the journey that we've gone through from, let's say, March until September, um, do we feel, A, that COVID is, was a real thing? And B, and B, do we think that it's something that is being leveraged as a talking point for election brownie points? So, Gert, I'm going to go to you first. Do I think COVID is a real thing? Absolutely. I don't, I'm not a nigga who thinks the government is this diabolical fucking Dr. Evil kind of nigga. I think they're more opportunist. I think mm-hmm. they find uh, shit happens on its own and then they see how they can capitalize off of it the best way they can, which would anybody else do now these millionaire billionaire motherfuckers uh i'd say a little different for them but um as far as the you ask something else but i I, um do you think that it's a, a a talking point for brownie points in the election well i think they're all fucking uh i think i'd like to start a pool on how long after the election will this COVID shit be done and niggas to take their mask off. Hmm. I believe as soon as the election is over, it's going to be take your mask off, everything good. I cured it. Look at what I did. Boom. Poof. Gone. Okay. See, what do you, you, what's your thoughts? I think COVID is real. Um, I I know a couple of people who passed away from COVID. So, um, you know, I think it's real. Um, do I think that, um, what did you say? I'm sorry. Um, well, Something like, about well, I said, do you think the, it's real? And do, do you, a talking point? Yeah, do you think it's a talking point for brownie points in the election? Um, I think it goes to show how the current president handled um, a natural disaster. I think that, um, like, or a pandemic, I think it is a talking point And it goes to show you that that person wasn't equipped to handle the country um while it was going through its worst phase so yes i do think that um but i can't say it's a conspiracy or something like that no and i wasn't saying that it was i was just asking but before i want to know is is there something you personally feel like he should have or could have done better um yes I feel like he could have taken it seriously when it first when he first uh, heard that it was happening and that people were coming in from cruise ships and stuff and they were saying that they had this virus or whatever. I feel like he should have shut down the the states and stuff long a long time ago. Maybe like in March. I feel like he should have had more relief. I feel like he should have had more funding, like for people who were out of work. I felt like. Um, he probably could have gave out more stimulus checks or whatever. I feel like he could have did a lot more. I feel like the, um, oh my God, what is this? Like, as far as like opening schools and everything, I get that you want people to be in school and everything, but they would have been able to be in school had you have stopped it back in March. Potentially. And then we probably potentially. Re- yeah, potentially. I mean, because it would have been, it wouldn't have been so many people affected. 
but by people not knowing like how you catch it and like where you can get it and all these other things it was kind of like people were just going out there with a blind eye but he was receiving testing every day like he was walking around with no mask his staff was walking around with no mask they were asked they weren't answering questions they were being kind of shady with it so i do feel like it could have been handled better so girl and oh, i'm sorry i'm sorry oh i'm sorry i just felt like he should have shut us down like once once they did that travel ban i felt like that should have probably been sooner and i i did appreciate that one thing that he did the travel ban so girl you asked the question because it's probably something on your heart or your mind. So what are your thoughts in terms of what the president could have done? If he could have done anything, what should he have done? Like, what, what's, your, what's your feelings on all of that? I was only asking her perspective. I don't believe the president has as much power as he leads on to people. Like, to, as, he's advised. People tell him. Yeah. I think he, all presidents are given uh, fucking multiple choice and they pick what shit they want to go with. And if you're mm -hmm. a person who has deep pockets, I'm sure you can influence the choices of the president. You know what I'm saying? I don't think this nigga has the information or they say, look, this is what's going on. Here's our options. Which one you want to go with? And that's all he's left to do. So not really, because you have specialists, just like you said, you have um, options. They give you A, B, C or D. You have a, a doctor that has covered national like that has covered like epidemics and pandemics before Dr. Fauci or whatever. You have him right there next to you. He specializes in this stuff. You speak to different people who specialize in this area of expertise, and then you come to a conclusion with you and a couple of people. What this president, I feel like, has neglected to do is to ask for help when needed. I feel like he's like, I'll handle this, or I'll do this, or, or I got this. Like, oh, okay, this is what, I, I'll handle it, or whatever. And he usually just throws something out there and then it blows up in his face. I don't think there's any preparation or any thought behind what he's doing. That's my personal opinion. So let, let me ask this, right? Uh, kind of remixing it a little bit or piggybacking off of however you want to look at it. I'm not of that same belief. Say again? I'm not, I'm not of that same belief. Okay. I believe he, um, they all do. I just think he plays the ignorance up because his constituency likes that type of shit. He is ignorant. You could tell that he ain't never wrote a speech or read a speech a day in his life. Like he talks like a second grader. I don't think this is very, very big. This is too small. That was very <laughs> stupid. Shoot, like, oh, they're they're bad. We have good people on each side. Oh, those mother effers, like tell him to sit, stand up or whatever. Like, you know, like he just talks like he never talked to anybody who had over a fifth Some grade sense. education. Yeah. Like he's never been in a room with anybody. I think that uh, celebrity apprentice prepared him for this role. Prepared? No. Prepared? prepared no. <laughs> yes. Prepared? No, because he's not prepared. I think celebrity apprentice. I'm not talking about being a president. I'm talking about no. mm -hmm. a that. Well, okay. Fuck it. I'll go with that. Uh, okay. Uh, I'll give you that because he, he is entertaining. Yeah, I'll and give you that. he's appealing to middle America. And 
Middle America. He gives them a voice. Excuse me. I said he gives them a voice. Cause I think that the very, very big, the two. I don't think he's going out there winging it. Just my personal opinion. I think that shit is going directly to his fan base, and they eating that shit up. And I think it's gonna show. They're gonna go to the polls and vote. I think it's both. I think. I think he, you can I tell think, he winging it. Yeah, I think, I think he, he is knows what it. he's saying because that's who he is inside. Like I could wing some shit and still resonate with my base exactly. because that's who I am inside. And that's who but everybody really else out there who fucks with me or who's my air like is gonna yeah. respond to and understand. Yes, it's a freestyle. Yes, if you a good nigga, you can freestyle. And you freestyle something to make it sound like. Something. And I don't think he's a good freestyler, but I do think that he is somebody. <laughs> I think he's no, I do think he's entertaining. I do think he's funny, <laughs> and I do think that he is appealing to his base. So he understands what he needs to understand, and all of the other shit. No, he understands well, some of what, what he needs. The president, to, wait, he understands. What else is the president some of, supposed to do? Listen, he understands. He's some a of finesser. What... He's from New York. That's why he could finesse y'all and tell y'all and speak to y'all with that city talk and, and talk to you straightforward and direct. Them, not that's me. I'm not do. finessed. I am entertained though. No, but I'm just saying that's <laughs> what he does. He finesses people. Like that's that's just anybody. Like when you're from the city, you can finesse some shit. You can like, you know, say some stuff but not really mean it. That's what he do. He walks around calling people names. He calls Joe Biden Sleepy Joe. And that's mad he calls funny. Elizabeth Warren a Pocahontas. That shit is funny. Because he'll <laughs> call her Pocahontas and just say it just like it's nothing. Like, that's her name. People don't even say, hey, that's rude. You can't call her that. He just says it. Calls Mike Bloomberg Mini Mike. Like, so this is who you're dealing with. I think China. <laughs> yeah. He told, yes, that nigga freestyled that. How would he know that the Asian reporter was going to ask him a question? He told her specifically to her face, ask China. And she said, well, why would you tell him to ask? Why would you ask me to tell him that? He said, next you question. Knew why he did that. <laughs> <laughs> you knew that. So that's what I'm saying. Like, the nigga is a good, he's a good freestyler. He's good on his feet. I'm sorry. All right, so look, because cause that's, that's a super rabbit hole. This dude had, I don't know how many seasons of brilliant minds that he sat with and learned from. Nah, right? he didn't learn the, shit, Gert. Nah, I'm going to stop you. He didn't learn shit. He had money. And he didn't sit with that He had money, mind. and he fucking paid his way through life. That's it. End of story. That's it, man. It ain't that deep. It ain't that fucking deep. He got white privilege. He had money. He paid his way through life, and he at where he at based on corruption and money hey, Farrakhan said before a person is elected they are selected. elected I got all of that that's yeah. cool I'm not talking about that stop changing the fucking topic I'm saying <laughs> that fuck all of that because I'm moving on fuck that next question to y'all is how do y'all feel honestly about masks wearing masks do you think that people look you just wear the fucking mask, like, don't trip, like, or do you feel like, ah, it ain't really that serious, like, why I gotta wear this mask? See, I'm gonna start with you this time. What's your thoughts? I feel like I gotta wear the mask, I'm gonna just put the mask on so I can be safe. Right. It's not that big of a deal. I'm gonna look fashionable, though, when I wear these masks and get some <laughs> filters to go in them. But, um, for the most part, I'm gonna just wear the mask. Girl, what about you? 
I put that shit on, but I don't think it's helping. I think everybody in America has been around COVID at this point. I don't think it's not one person. If if it is what they say it is, I believe everybody's been around it. So I think the mask is pointless. I don't see the purpose of wearing the mask and being six feet away from people and being oh, open. Uh, if the mask works, then shit should open back up and it should go full on. If it don't work, but niggas ain't wearing masks to the club. Niggas can't hookah and do masks because niggas be out there with no mask. And that's what I hate is like when I see people with no mask and the six feet apart. I've been practicing social distancing because I hate it when I people used to be up all up on anyway. my back. Yeah, like don't be all up on me. Like social distance was always in my <laughs> like life. Like it just did not start now. Cause I never liked it when people was like directly behind me anywhere. Always made me nervous. But I'm saying, right. Cause I never made my position clear. So, um, I do wear my mask. I disagree with you, Gert though. I do think that it is helping. And I'll say this, right. Again, in March, everybody was shook. We didn't know what the fuck was going on. This shit was like some airborne end of the world type shit. Niggas ain't know what the fuck was going on. Right. So it was a lot more tense back then. And everybody was trying to get the N95. N95, N95, N95. We know what N95s are for. They're not really be meant, they're not really meant to be worn for X amount of hours at a time. But we would set, we were told that those are the best masks to have, right? And as time went on, we understood, okay, different people were wearing different types of masks, whether it was surgical or fashionable or the KN95s, which is the China version of the N95, or just all types of shit, right? And, and I'm saying, right, if somebody sneezes, right, we're not, like, you can't see fucking particles. Like, we can't see that shit. We can see some <laughs> shit, but you can't see that shit. Like, we don't know shit, right? But I, just to keep it simple, absolutely positively believe that if you sneeze with a mask on, it's more helpful than if you sneeze without a mask on because I believe more of those particles will go off. I think that's just common sense. Now, it's kind of nasty to be sneezing on yourself, so you might want to change your shit. <laughs> but, like, I throw it away. Yeah, throw it away. But I definitely believe that it does help. Now, the biggest issue that I have is for the individuals who may not be in agreement with the fact of this being real. Because I asked the question just to see where y'all was at, kind of figure where y'all was at anyway, because y'all are sensible, logical people. Like, it's not that serious, like you said, see? It ain't that deep. I put the fucking mask on and go about my day. You know what I'm saying? But the people who are, like, consciously defiant, it says something to me about the type of people they are. And they're pieces of shit, as far as I'm concerned. Because, like, I'm not... I'm respect, right? Respect is the one thing that every single person is owed and deserves. I deserve to treat the both of y'all with respect and vice versa. And that goes for any anybody that I interact with for the rest of my life. I don't owe you nothing else. I don't owe you talk time, friendship, none of the above. But respect is owed by everybody. And it shows mm -hmm. that you're the type of motherfucker I can't trust. Because you don't respect yep. shit about shit. You selfish. You want some whole other shit and you're trying to prove a point that's pointless. So 
That is my issue. But to be clear, yes. Like I said, I agree with the mask, wear the mask, do the mask. As far as social distancing, social distancing is concerned, much harder if you're going out to the bar. Much harder. Because you wear the mask to get inside because they say no entry without a mask. As soon as you get in, you take the shit off and you go to the bar. So it's lit. If you're with your fucking friends <laughs> or if it's girls or whatever, everybody's smoking hookah. Like, how is this social distancing? You can't, sit, you can't be six feet apart and smoke hookah. They don't go together. You know what I'm saying? So it's, 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 it's lifestyle. It's choice. Overall, I believe that they are important. And I think that people should take things um, seriously. But most importantly, I think that people should just be sensible about it and stop trying to fight everything. Everything isn't worth the fight. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't kill yeah. you to put something over your face, right? Because even if it, now, I, you know, people who wear, like, cloths and shit like that, eh, you could get a fucking cheap-ass, a dollar surgical shit, 50-cent surgical shit. Like, you could do something. But even if you do just a wrap around your face, at least you're making the effort to say, hey, shit is real outside, let me try, right? The motherfuckers who ain't trying, I can't, and I don't, and I won't respect. And that's my, that's my take on that. Um, so... A little lighter, um, because we're going to get out of here in in a little bit. But on a little lighter note, right, Um, we've been talking about this for however long, you know, last few weeks. Um, It's the playoffs, man. It's the playoffs. Um, This is the most unique playoffs of all time, not because of the bubble specifically, but simply because we're talking about basketball in July, August, and September. You know what I'm saying? Like, we've never watched a basketball game from the NBA in the playoffs in August or September. That's never happened. So it is a little different feeling. I love the bubble. We've all said that. Um, But now we are into the second round of the playoffs. And we got some real good matchups. We got Boston and Toronto. We got the Lakers. And um, uh, who was the Lakers playing? I just watched the game yesterday. Who they play? Who they playing? Um, help me out. <laughs> Why am I drawing a blank? What you ask? The Lakers. Who the Lakers playing right now? James Harden. The, yeah, the Rockets. Um, you have the Heat and the Bucks, which is probably, in my opinion, been the most surprising series. Even if people might have had Miami beating them, I don't think anybody had Miami damn near sweeping them. So that's been an interesting um, series. And then you got the Clippers and um, who the Clippers playing? Clippers is playing. Uh... Denver, Denver. Um, so all of these series are good series that can potentially go either way. I do think the Lakers are going to win. I do think the Heat are going to win. I think that's a foregone conclusion. But this Boston-Toronto series is interesting, although I think Boston is going to um, win and they're going to end up facing Miami in the Eastern Conference Finals, which I think will probably be a really, really good matchup. Um, and the Clippers, I think, will be the Nuggets. So my prediction for the Eastern and Western Conference Finals is Lakers-Clippers, like many people, and I got Boston-Miami. Uh, Gert, do you agree or disagree with that prediction? 
Nah, Boston, Miami, I agree. Lakers, Clippers. Well, you gotta say like Boston, Miami. One thing you forgot too that makes these playoffs a little dope. Every other day. Huh? Well, no. Everybody got fresh legs. Normally they're going to play off. For Giannis. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Normally they're going into the playoffs after 82 game season. And they oh, okay. Had, uh, some months rest. Yeah. Uh, okay. Get back up. Okay. Um, but the rigorousness of every other day is a different type of thing. Yeah. That's not that's that that's not normal. Every other day consistently. But what they like every other day though? No. No, because you just gotta account for travel like time. And I'm just talking about in general, right? If we think about an NBA season, they do you don't play other. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, Tuesday, well, Thursday. I'm talking about play. You play uh so like you'll do Monday, Wednesday, and then you'll travel three days and then my point yeah. that's my point so so no you don't then like what are we talking about that's a play i'm talking about consistently like every, every uh, other day i'm talking about niggas been playing every other day minus the little you know holdout or lockout whatever you want to call it but minus okay. that every okay. other day that is not a thing that has never been a thing yes it's been monday wednesday and maybe saturday and maybe Wednesday or Tuesday, but I'm talking about yeah. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Like every other day. Like that's different. That's different. So, um, you agree, Miami, Boston, you, you agree, Lakers, Clippers, probably. Yes. See, same shit. Well, I mean, yeah, because that's just duh. But is it duh? As far because as the, I don't think yeah. I don't think but all right, so let me say this. <laughs> For I, some of them it's duh. I don't think that going into the Miami C uh series, it was duh. No, it wasn't. But then when you I seen did. them spank them the first two games, I you was like, All right, well I didn't have Yana going nowhere near the finals. Conference or okay. fucking what's the name? My pick out of the East was Boston since the beginning of the playoffs. I'm going to do the Heat. I think it's going to be the Heat and Lakers. I think it's going to be Boston, it's LA like, again. And, and notice and how I hedged my bet. <laughs> <laughs> but the only reason why. I don't why, know if it's going to um, be the Clippers or the Lakers. I don't know that. I don't know. I think the Clippers are a better team. I think they're deeper. I don't think the deeper. Clippers is making it out the West. That's fine. But I'm just I saying, I think the that Lakers. they are a better team. I think they're a little deeper. Um, but I, I don't know that they are going to beat the Lakers. Like, I don't know. I'm picking them to, but I don't know that. So, but regardless, it, in my opinion, it's still going to be Boston, LA, but you say Miami, LA, as far as Miami, the Lakers. As far as like the finals, yeah, the like finals. as far as the, because I agree with you on that part, like, okay, Boston and Miami and, you know, um, uh, LA Clippers and uh, Lakers, but I'm talking about as far as the finals, finals, I'm just gonna do that. I'm just gonna do LA and um, Miami. Which LA? I like you going Lakers? Them. Yeah, I think I'm going Lakers. Lakers Heat? What you got, Gert? But not Lake. I'm sorry, not think. I know I'm going Lakers, my bad. All right, what you got in the finals? I'd say uh, it's gonna be LA and Boston. Uh, I think LeBron Lakers or Clippers? I would say LeBron. Okay. Don't nobody consider uh, Clippers the LA, though, really? <laughs> they call them the Clippers. <laughs> you are Lakers right. But see, I specifically hedged my bet 
because I'm saying Boston, LA. I don't know who's coming out of the West as far as the Lakers. Oh, nigga. I think, but no, mean Mr. Semantics, man. No, no, because I'm saying I think the Clippers <laughs> can beat the Lakers. I'm just not sure that that's going to happen. I'm picking. Every time I see uh, Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> yo, that's the funniest shit ever, yo. Let me put this, bring this joke to the pot, right? Yo, <laughs> niggas said, you know how everybody like got their uh, they names on the back of the jerseys and shit, right? Niggas said, yo, this nigga Kawhi ain't got nothing on the back of his jersey and this nigga wear car rolls. Like, <laughs> 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 hey, fuck type of time this nigga on. Like, fuck is good with you? Like, this nigga got on car rolls. I mean, not got on, but this nigga got car rolls and nigga ain't putting shit on the back of his jersey. Like, I thought that shit was mad funny. Like, savage. <laughs> that shit was mad funny. But, um, yeah, I I am on record saying I think the Clippers are a better team than the Lakers. I just don't know who's going to show up in the conference finals. Like, I don't know. Because, like, last night, right, I watched the game um, Sunday night with the fucking Lakers. And the LeBron that I saw Sunday night is the LeBron James that I like to see. He was aggressive. He was driving to the cup. Like, he was taking the game into his own hands. I My thing with LeBron has always been, yo, if you drive the lane, nobody in the world that can stop you. You're the best player on the planet. And playoff LeBron. Like, once he get in that mode, that's why I was just like, that's playoff. He don't always do that, but he does it. Because he, all right, look. The first time, let me just say this. Let me, and I don't really cape for LeBron like that. But, I feel that, okay, the Rockets had just got finished playing. They were resting. That always seems to happen. The people who are playing beforehand seem to get the best of the people who were resting. And he was just like, all right, I'm going to see what y'all got. I'm going to see what y'all doing. And then I'm going to go in There's no the excuse next for game. not scoring in the fourth quarter, see? There's nothing Maybe he didn't want to. Yeah, want I mean, to. LeBron, you, think LeBron ain't wanna, you think LeBron can't score if he don't want to score? Maybe my, he ain't want to score. My, Nigga ain't want to score. My, I'm just telling you. My point LeBron is, is I don't want to see that from my superstar because he can do whatever no, they everybody, like no, everybody can do whatever they want. I'm talking about what I want to see. Anybody can do whatever Man. they want. I'm saying that as a superstar, right? You don't get that nigga got like eight more games to play. He is trying to say you're a human being at the end of the day, so I get that. But at but at the same time, like them special niggas don't get the luxury of fucking yo, like nah, like that you because you ain't LeBron, you ain't you can't compare yourself to that. I'm not comparing myself to that. I'm not. I'm not saying you. I'm saying the other niggas that's on the team. Oh, this nigga ain't scored a whole fourth quarter. Yeah, but he could if he wanted to. That's the difference between him and other people. He could do it if he wants to. He turned it on and off. He does it all the time. When he takes control of the game or when he wants to win and take control of the game, he turns on a switch. He takes control of the game and he say, all right, I'm going to drop 39 on these niggas, get 10 rebounds and, and 10 assists or some shit like that. The niggas- Let me be very clear with that point too. Like, yeah, he may turn it on, but there's also the most instances where he has, he has turned it on the whole game and then in the last moment, the nigga- Nah, but I'm saying a nigga. No, I'm not talking about an off game. I'm talking about when he's on. He'll turn it on. He'll be on the whole game, and then at the end, he want to defer because you want to include your teammates. No, nigga, you the fucking hot hand. Be that nigga. You the best nigga on planet Earth. What the fuck are we talking about? 
Like that. But why shit. can't he include his teammates? Huh? I'm, no. Why can't he I'm, include? No, his you're messing what I'm saying. If the niggas so open, what are you, if the niggas open, sometimes make the right plat pass or play. I'm saying most times he goes out of his way to try to defer to include when them. sometimes you can just mm, go can and just take care it. of it because you can do All that. Right. You that nigga. I like LeBron is that nigga. I'm not I'm not a LeBron hater. He is that yeah. nigga. Period. I had to like not be a hater. You can. But I'm just saying I feel like sometimes he's just trying to include people and give them enough courage Fuck to all say that. Hey, nigga, take this maybe shit over. you need to be Get able to take the shot. Fuck that. Ah, Fuck that. Well, Gert. I don't argue sports with y'all. <laughs> Gert, what you think? <laughs> I just say my takes and move on. <laughs> What's that? LeBron? This nigga here, yo. Where are you? <laughs> What's that? Yeah. What <laughs> the fuck? What's going on? I just went in. I just went in mad shit, and then you say, "Gert, what you think?" <laughs> and then I was like, <laughs> and I'm the bad guy. He I, did the LeBron to I'm, you. I'm he the bad guy because that nigga was talking about wild different shit, and I. Right. I'm sorry, man. I, I apologize. As a man, I can apologize he to, to his my teammates. to my black brethren. Now. Let me go ahead and, and, and reintroduce it. I'm just asking you, like, how do you feel about, um, yeah, the fact that, well, well, my take was the NBA Finals, you said um, you think you got L.A. and Miami, right? Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm saying, as far as LeBron is concerned, when they played Sunday night, he took over, he did what he had to do. You could, you could tell that he was on a mission to make sure that he did whatever he had to do to win that game how do you feel about his off and on switch? Sure, he, it's his prerogative to play hard whenever he wants to play hard. But him as being the best, do you are you in agreement with me or C? I believe that he should be, he should assert himself a little bit more, especially in the playoffs, especially when it's like, yo, I can do this to win the game versus, oh, well, let me get everybody else involved and let me not, you know, try to be the showboat. Like what's you know you know what I'm saying. I think, I think he he does a good job fucking managing. Yeah. LeBron is that nigga, but he needs another nigga. Like he's he's, which everybody does, but LeBron likes to defer when the game is on the line. He's gonna keep you in the game. He's gonna make all of the right plays, but he wants somebody there that he can give the ball to. Do you like that is the question that I'm really asking. I, I take shit for what it is. I think you got to take the good with the bad, and I think that's part of what makes him great is because he does that. So I can't be mad when he does it when I don't want him to do that. You got to take the good with the bad. Okay. All right. I ain't going to be the dead horse. So, cool. <laughs> cool. So lastly, man, uh, before we get out of here, a um, little bit of new music that came out. Uh, I don't know if we talked about the Locks album or not, but of course, Locks came out a week or two ago. Big Sean just dropped. Let me be the first to say, bless you. Let me be the first to say, um, I don't, I liked the Locks album. Um, I had to listen to it a few times to like it and love it more. The first time I heard it, um, I thought it was cool. I, I do think that Sheik got his shit off, and I really was fucking with Sheik on this album. There's a few joints that I think that they chased, like the little reggae joint. Like, I wasn't feeling that. Like, 
Um, but overall, decent project, good project, solid project. The boss is there, um, and I like it. As far as Big Sean is concerned, I didn't like it. I didn't like the Big Sean album. I thought it was real regular. Um, I think it's not better than his last project, and I don't even know really where it, where it fares in all of his projects, because me personally, I like Big Sean. I like his music. Um, I've followed his career, whatever, whatever. So I, I fuck with Big Sean. Um, and for it to be the second part of Detroit, Detroit part one was a mixtape that was fire to me. Detroit part two, this album wasn't even close to the mixtape and it just wasn't a great body of work to me. It was, it was, you know, you can catch a song here or there, whatever, but I didn't like it. And I was a little, I was very underwhelmed. So C, um, did you hear, cause I'm pretty sure you heard the Locks album. Did you hear Big Sean's album? Um, no, I did not. Okay, so you can't speak on that. I know Gert I only heard, heard the so locks. I heard one I song first. on Big Sean's album. That was Friday Night Cypher. And then I was just busy. Um, I haven't had a chance to listen yeah. to it. I see some good stuff, but um, no, I, I haven't heard it. But I heard the locks album. Yeah. So what's your, what's your take on the locks album? Um, it was okay. I it was like okay. a... It was, it was solid. I, uh, I like Jadakus' album by itself better. Um... I, I think I probably would like individual projects better. Maybe. But um, it was all right. Out of a 10, maybe a 7. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that's probably, that's probably about right. You ain't, you ain't going no lower than a 6.8. Nah, nah, 7. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, yeah. Like, that's the absolute, 6.8 <laughs> is the absolute lowest. <laughs> now, but the ceiling, the ceiling... It's like seven point yeah, or like an eight point four. Mm, I would uh, say eight point or eight point three four. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> yeah, when a nigga add the extra shit on the end, they really trying it. <laughs> I've never heard point three four in my life. I just want to put that out there. But Gert, what's your um? I'm gonna start with LOX first because I know you didn't hear the Big Sean shit or care about it. So, what's your take on the LOX shit? It was. I liked uh, them trying new things, like instead of three six sixteens, they had a few songs where they did six eights. Mm -hmm. Um, I think this was a test album for them. And I think we're gonna get another Locks album before this year is out. That's a hot take. Um, I I I think they this this album was a test run of creatively and business shit. And I think we're gonna get we. I don't know if I should really. Nah, don't <laughs> I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Leave so, all right. So I can. So my take on that is like, like I said, I liked it. Um, it was it was all right. It was solid. It's not whack. Creatively, um, I I I think they they were trying they different. Chances. They took some chances. Yeah. But what I didn't like, I did not like the 
wind your waist or whatever. I didn't like that chance. Now, whatever, like whatever, creatives go and create and they go and try different shit. And I don't have to like everything. Like that's not what this is about. Like some shit I'm just not gonna like. I didn't like that. I, I felt like it was a fail. But some people may feel like a win. They maybe felt like it was a win or maybe they felt like they had to do it. I don't know. But I didn't like that. I do agree with you that they probably took certain chances. I love the Jeremiah record. That's different though. Locks and Jeremiah don't even sound like it goes together, but it, it works. Um, I, I, I liked it. You know what I'm saying? I liked it. It's cool. I went back to it. Um, it's cool. I agree with C that Kiss album collectively as a whole, top to bottom, is definitely better. Um, but I was I was happy to hear Sheik on his shit. Um, I think Sheik got his shit off on this album, and he he he's done that for the last few projects they put out. Back going back to like the EPs that they put out, like Trinity. I would say Sheik for me, Gorilla Ween is where I first really started noticing Sheik was in a different bag. That's a few years ago. Yeah, Gorilla yeah, yeah. Ween. Uh, he started fucking... For me, Gorilla Ween is where he started showing his ass. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, overall, um, good music, uh, good projects. Uh, I'm not fucking going into all of the music that came out. Yeah, I got fucking title with Apple Music or Spotify. Y'all need to look this shit up. This shit is right at the top. Like, um, y'all already know what it is. Um, but we about to get out of here. But before we sign off, um, you know, once again, I just want to reiterate the fact of look, make sure y'all fucking send a link out to niggas, right? Um, we wit all of the feedback like we welcome all of that so comment send it whatever like comment on our ig page follow us at life as i see it pod or ig um make sure y'all go ahead and check us out on spotify check us out on apple Podcasts. like tell a friend to tell a friend um every week we're gonna be giving it to y'all pause so just make sure that y'all tuned in and y'all linked in with whatever we do um and you know if there's some shit some shit y'all want to hear us uh, talk about, right in the comment section, we do respond. We definitely respond, and we we are we welcome the engagement. You know what I'm saying? Like we welcome the engagement. If we put polls up on our IG, we welcome the engagement. So I don't want to I don't want to you know do too much because you know whatever it's going to be what it's going to be. But at the end of the day, yeah, fuck with us. You know what I mean, we fucking with y'all. We appreciate everybody who listen. And until next time, anything Rico. Rico music, Rico music.